Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Monkey Business Show. Today we have Max Koifa, the unspellable name in Dota. What's up, dude? Yeah. Not much, man. How are you doing? All good, all good. How is life? How is the, the streamer life treating you? Uh, it's it's good. It's uh, I would say it's more hours than being a pro gamer, like overall. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I also don't have to travel, you know. The tournament so for me that's like kind of a plus because i'm not yeah i don't like to to travel too much to be honest yeah so. it was like something that is slowly you became less excited to travel <laughs> it's always been from the beginning like traveling i like to travel part. when there's when you actually when you have time to do things <laughs> okay so no and when you go to tournaments <laughs> okay. you know it's basically airport hotel right and then you can mm -hmm. maybe have like an evening or two and then you, you know it's back to wherever so yeah i don't really like to travel like that okay um so yeah yeah i think it's a good topic actually like people don't realize that even though we are all very privileged because we get to travel a lot <clears throat> to the tournaments yes i can tell you that i've been to many locations and i actually never left the hotel because it's yeah, not me too. that easy you know yeah especially during uh like a after after COVID, it, it yeah. has been like most majors i i've just been at the hotel to be honest like not even like going out to eat because you don't want to risk getting you yeah. know COVID because then you can't play the tournament right so it's still obviously like a big privilege being able to travel and like earn money playing dota but same time yeah traveling like that is not ideal i should say after but yeah after the, the Dota major in Stockholm and now in Arlington, I don't know, but how many people got sick, but there's so many people getting COVID, but the tournaments yeah. are in a way so short that by the time you get COVID, you're already home. You're home so yeah. I am, I'm super <clears throat> scared about TI because TI is much longer. So yeah. how it's going to be when a lot of people start getting sick before the finals, you know, because yeah. it's really hard to bubble yeah, everybody. It's like, it's like three, four weeks longer. Right? So it starts on the, I think it's on the seventh, the open qualifier, well, the last dance qualifier. And then on the 15th mm -hmm. is the group. And then it takes us to like the 20th for the playoffs. And then there's a whole week in the middle and then finals. So there's going to be like a whole oh, yeah, week for is... you guys, content creators to own the space. Yeah, that is a long time. Holy hell. Yeah. Okay. But dude, like, do you miss playing uh, competitively? When you see Anna uh, standing I up, miss... you're like, I can't do that. <laughs> I miss uh, I miss the competitive aspect of competing, uh, like the you know, we are better than X team, for example. Like we, or we made the major because we you know, like twelve zero the qualifier games or something like that. I think that's like mm -hmm. <clears throat> I miss that part about playing. Just uh, just the yeah, I miss the competing. I don't miss the traveling at all. Yeah. But the competing aspect, I think, is really nice. And, like, uh, kind of working towards the same goal uh, with, like, a team of, like, five, six, seven people, I think mm -hmm. is, yeah, it kind of, I think it shapes you. 
into that's a fun part yeah i think it's i think that's nice streaming is kind of different where it's like the hours i put in personally i get back right if i stream 100 hours that is 100 hours of people watching me uh but playing a team is like it's just different i think it's for me it's like really hard to explain but um at times there's times where you don't put in 100 in the team and other people put 100 in and then there's times where you put 100 in and the other people may not necessarily put in 100 percent um okay and that for me is like a pretty big issue if i were to join the team again so moving forward i would only really join a team that i'm very confident about like the people in the team need to like try their ass off i do not want to be hmm. like half-assing the next team join like a I don't know, like a division two team that has like no aspirations of being like division one or something. Uh, yeah. Which, but what if I tell you that if you play differently and less and just chill and half ass it, like you're saying, you could achieve better results at the end of a year, you will tell me that I'm completely crazy. Mm, that's literally no. OG <laughs> between the eyes. You know? I know, I know, but the, <laughs> the, thing is, the, the for, people still love months. the game, I think. In OG, mm -hmm. right? Like they still want to win at the end of the day. They do, they do. It's just maybe they believe that taking those breaks and just speaking throughout the whole year, you know, maybe it's not the way. Yeah, of go. course. No, no, no. I, I don't mean I. I don't want to be like in a team where we boot camp for nine months at a location, and then no one is allowed to have fun. That's not what I mean. Like we, I had that. Like in in Alliance, we boot camp like nine months a year or something. Like I was, my mental health was like, you know, because there's no yeah, free time. I don't get to see family, friends. It's just you're twenty four seven at the boot camp, seeing like the same six people. Wow. It was really that you long. Lose... Nine months out of a year. Oof. I mean, I would say I was gone for nine months a year. Okay. Tournaments, boot camp, tournament, boot camp, tournament, boot camp is. I never want to do that again. But try hurting. I just mean like. When we actually focus, I really want everyone to be present and try their ass off. Mm -hmm. And then when there's breaks, you can do whatever the hell you want, you know? I don't really care. But I really would want my next team to be very efficient in their time usage. And I just want to feel that the other players want to win as badly as I do. Because when I'm on a team, okay. I don't really... There's nothing else. I just want to, you know, play my best. So there's obviously a lot of unpack that I want to do. So first is you were talking about how you want to join a team. It seems from what you're saying, or you're saying if you were like, there's a possibility in the future, or you are actively going to try to come back next season. I am not actively looking for a team. I'm okay. not like asking people, yo, can I join next season or something? Um, yeah, I'm very happy with the stream, to be honest. Uh, very You've happy been with doing like fantastic, eh? you're you're really good. At yeah, it. I mean it's, it's been I've been enjoying it. Uh, very happy with Liquid supporting the streaming. Uh, so for me, there's no, I guess, need to join mm -hmm. a team, but I think it would be like a nice. It's not a new experience because I've already done it, but maybe like I don't know. I think it would be fun for like a last kind of thing. Like try like okay. you know one more time or something. 
Uh, but it's no, I'm be not like, like asking. So PS Ana and Seb, the moment that they that they all see that somebody else is making the money, they're like, wait a second, <laughs> wait a second, I, yeah, I can do just, this too. Yeah, something like that. You know, I think that would be that would be fun. But yeah, I would be very very picky with who I would go with. Um, and what position do you like to play if you were to join a hypothetical? I'd team? probably play offline. I think offline. Okay. Yeah. Is that what you not... enjoy the most in the last few years? I think the I think the playstyle fits the best, actually. Okay. Um, I think I could do mid, but then I would have to cut down the streaming a lot, or I would have to stream and more like you know Thompson, don't like interact like as much, and focus more on the gameplay aspect. I think I could do that, but keeping like the because I interact I think a lot as a low streamer, uh, mm-hmm. and interacting goes up, that means gameplay goes down. That's kind of just how it is. Because you lose focus. So, yeah, if I were to do that in the future, then probably have to cut down the streaming or at least the interaction and then play mid. I think that's possible, but I think what would yield the most results would probably be offlink just because of playstyle. Okay. So I have um, a question for you to go back to what you said before. Tell me like mm-hmm. three different ways or five different ways where your life has improved in, so has improved since you started streaming. I have a structured day, which I really like. Okay. Uh, so I can, yeah. I mean, I think there's two different things. Like I have a structured day and I can choose my own structure. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I can wake up tomorrow and be like, all right, I'm going to stream in the evening. And then there's nothing to stop me from it. Like, you know, no one is going to be like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> While in the team, it's like, yeah, we're going to have a team talk at midnight. I can't be like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. You know, I have to. That's like what being in team is, you know, like, I don't, you kind of get to do your own thing, but at the end of the day, it's still someone else who will be like, yo, you need to be there at this time. And I don't really have that, you know, like I can kind of do whatever I want as long as I stream. So I think that's like, if you're someone like me, I consider myself very, uh, good with my time usage. I think I'm very, very efficient in how I use my time. I think streaming is like perfect for you if you're like that, because I stream eight to 10 hours a day and then I gym and then I can do whatever the hell I want. And then you repeat that tomorrow, you know? So, so it I is think that's like structured. fantastic for me. Yeah. Right. And are you, are you in Germany right now or where are you living? Yes. That's awesome. This is the apartment. So Seb, uh, has actually told me that the only way that he sees teams working longevity into the future as players start getting older is with a Mm -hmm. much more strict regiment of hours. He said to Mm -hmm. me that he believes that some of the things that we've been doing in esports, it's not really the right way to do it. With all this flexibility you play when you're available, he said, like, I want to be able to say from nine to five and that's it. And at five, I need to have a life. And That life could be you want to play games or you want to see your girlfriend or you want to go out with your pet or you want to go to the gym and really have it every day. Breakfast at this, time at this. But some people feel like, no, I feel not freedom. But Seb's belief like you, like on the long term, you know, the routine is really, is much better. And he says like, maybe we shouldn't have to boot camp all year, you know. We play from home and we play like these hours and then only boot camp for these things. So we're actually rethinking some of the 
all the thoughts we have, you know, because we thought like, no, yeah. it's better to have freedom. Yeah, but yeah. your freedom and the other person's freedom and the other person's freedom makes it impossible. Then, and, and we're here yeah. 24 hours on call, like a doctor, yeah. you know, anytime on call for anything to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I can really relate actually. Um, I know when we came to bootcamps in liquid, you would have to start from a level that was like much worse than you previously left off because everyone at home, you know, maybe some people didn't play, you know, when they were home for like a week or two, they were doing like other mm -hmm. things, who knows? But when you come to bootcamp, you would have to like, kind of not, I don't want to say start from scratch, but you would have to like, kind of build up the team again. Okay. And I think with like a schedule, like you mentioned, it would, I think eliminate a lot of those things, right? And so if Seb, you play like a structured, yeah. And Seb has been trying to do something else, which is very interesting. And I have to admit, I was not great doing it. So let's say, for example, we finish a, a tournament or we finish a game or we finish like even a board meeting or anything, you know, I want to talk about it right mm -hmm. after, you know, and Seb will be like, nope, it's after 6 p.m. Hold it, write it down on a paper and tomorrow morning we'll talk about it. And in the morning was like, eh, I want to talk about it right now, but yeah. he's right. You have to have the discipline to just talk about it the next day. And funny yeah. enough, if you talk about it the next day, you might have a little bit better kinder words or yeah. a little bit more space for it. Cause in the moment, yeah. in the middle of the night, you're not going to fix shit. So he'll be like, okay, yeah. wait a little, let's just go for dinner. We're not talking about this anymore. Tomorrow morning, 10 AM we're here and we talk about it. And that's been a, yeah, that's good. a really cool. I think that's good. I mean, I'm so a Mediterranean like a, guy. So for me, it's hard, you know, it's like, no, <laughs> right now we're talking about it right now. Uh, but, sorry, what were you going to say? Um, nothing. I was just saying a uh, service seems like a very reasonable kind of leader in the sense. Yeah. But I think that the, the key with Seb is that not everybody has the mental discipline that he has, you know? Like his mind is oh, super sure. disciplined yeah. and regimented. Yeah. Mine is a little bit more chaotic and, yeah. and let's say emotional, you yeah? know? So yeah, it's, it's, it's been very fun, but yeah, dude, uh, I'm obviously enjoying a lot what you're doing with your stream. And I think that you have seen the huge improvement also in your fan base and your viewerships. And I mean, are you the For number sure. one streamer in the world? Well, second after Kesu, you know, you're the number one streamer in Dota <laughs> and the second German streamer. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's been. I uh... saw the tweets. The tweets were fun. Stream is way more enjoyable than Koikos. Easy clap. That's because I'm the best German streamer. What? Yeah, fuck you, Koiko, you piece of shit, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> uh, what do we need to do? I mean. I love supporting small streamers, actually. You know, if like small streamers, they bark up like the bigger streamers. I'm totally okay with that, Kezo. I'm totally okay with you getting some, getting some viewers. Totally okay with that. Streaming is very, mm -hmm. I think consistency is the number one thing in streaming, number one. And I'm very consistent always. So I think it kind of just fits, to be honest. Did you feel yeah. levels of anxiety for some reason you cannot stream? I was like, oh shit, I have to stream. I have to, because if I don't, you know, they're going to go and watch Gorksy. Not really. No. I mean, I think at the end of the day, content always wins. That's kind of what mm -hmm. I, that's just what I think. Like, I think at the end of the day, if your stream is more entertaining than someone else, I think people will watch you. 
And have people been watching Gork for three years? More? Probably, yeah. So I can't expect people to like to just watch me after like a few months. But I think eventually, yeah. People will. <laughs> More people. So because I think content just wins the in the mathematic then? What is the mathematic then? Do you think like, let's say for example, that Gork C is getting 10,000 views and they're saying that you're getting mm -hmm. 10,000 views. This is because between both of you, you brought more people towards the stream or in a way you're taking them away from someone else. Like meaning, is there only like 20,000 people watching Dota or yeah, because yeah. of the good streaming, there are more people watching Dota because of you guys? Yeah, I thought about this the other day actually. I think there's like other people's fan bases and then there's my fan base, right? Mm -hmm. If that other person doesn't stream, I think maybe like half of those people would watch me. Okay. It's like if I stream at night and like, or let's just say I stream during the day and like Gork doesn't stream, I get like seven, eight K instead of like five. So, or like nine K or sometimes something like that. So I would say maybe like 30 to like 50% of kind of like his fan base would watch me. Uh, okay. And probably at this point, the other way around too, if I don't stream, there's probably a couple thousand people, you know, going to watch him. Um, but I do think there's a kind of fan base that does not watch other people. So they only watch you when you go live. I think that exists too. That also exists for him and for me and probably for all the other relatively bigger streamers, I would say. Okay. So, yeah, so when I, I think was it's, in Malaysia? it's kind of like that. When I was in Malaysia, mm -hmm. I was talking to Topson about his stream. And he told me that streaming Dota is actually not financially good at all because people don't subscribe. Uh, and, you know, like the mm -hmm. Amazon Prime and all that. And he told me that he spoke yeah. with Sing Sing and people that are like playing Apex that have half his followers make three times their yeah. money, his money. So he's like, I don't really make that much money out of a stream, actually. I can tell you, I think I know why. Well, I have some ideas why. First of all, I think Topson doesn't stream during NA time and yeah. people from NA definitely subscribe the most is not even close. Yeah. I think people from North America, I would say definitely subscribe the most. I'm not sure why that, I think maybe they just like, just like sports so much in general. I'm not really sure. I know for example, we all have football, Amazon Prime. All of us are subscribed to Amazon Prime and you can get the Amazon Prime for free. And I can subscribe yeah. for free to one of you. Well, in Europe, Amazon is not really like in America. Dude, I don't even go to buy toilet paper. I just order on Amazon. Yeah. I was going to yeah. order like tomatoes and I just ordered on Amazon. It's going to come in two hours. <laughs> Jesus. But no, no, I, 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 like for Thompson, for example, he streams like early, early European time, right? Like 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. European time. So... That is like midnight in NA. So people yeah. are, you know, going to bed and stuff. So yeah, I don't know how much people in C subscribe, but I just think it, it might be because they like, he's won like two TIs. So they're like, well, this guy has enough money or <laughs> so like, I don't know. Uh, I think the other, the other thing is like, he doesn't stream during NA times and people from okay. C probably don't subscribe as much. Um, I think it might be like a combination of those two things. Because I've definitely seen a trend where people in NA subscribe by far the most. It's like not even close. But do you now with this information, do you craft your schedule to accommodate for North American audiences? For me, it's 
my life quality goes down if I stream in the evening. Like hard. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if I stream late evening, I have to wake up at 12 or 1 p.m. If I stream until like 4 a.m., I'm waking up at 12 or 1. Then I have to gym first thing when I wake up, which I definitely don't like. <clears throat> and I would have to spend time with my girlfriend before the stream. And yeah, then I would, I would have to start to stream at like 6 p.m. So you make more and... money, but you have less quality of life. Yes, for sure. Okay. Have you done in your mind the mathematics of how much more money it could be <laughs> to just... A 30% increase, 40% increase. Probably like, probably like a 25, 30% increase. Okay. Compared to right now. Cause right now I stream like 10, 11 AM until like 8, 9 PM. Okay. So still I, I still powers, get huh? like some NA viewers, but yeah. yeah, it's the quality of life for me is just so much higher. If I can just gym after the stream and then play time in, uh, play time in real life, uh, spend time in real life. It's so much higher. I have a solution for you. <laughs> move to move to NA. Move to NA, but then I have to play NA pubs though. Well, you move to East Coast and you play uh, European pubs, but you I play guess, in an yeah. NA time. Yeah. But then, then your quality of life and you're not in Germany, you're not other things, you're trickled down. You know? Yeah. Now we'll see. I think for now I'm pretty happy with okay the way it is. But yeah, maybe I'll do some like twelve hour streams and then. I also get like the NA audience that is because now I know a lot of them want me to stream late, but yeah, it's just hard. For me, hard. I, my consumption of, of Dota, when I'm in Europe, I watch you much more than when I'm here, because mm -hmm. when I'm here and when I wake up in the morning, I have to work and I'm working yeah. and I, don't, I can't really watch streams and when I'm working. Where are you right now? In LA. I've been here oh, for a LA. while. Okay. Yeah. So until 6, 7 PM, you know, I don't stop working. So then it's like, okay, yep. so who is available? How can I watch? And then there is people that maybe I don't enjoy that much watching. So for me, it was really good having the Topias, yeah. you know, Topias was my going yeah. to bed stream every day. It's like, oh, yeah. Topias is back. But now that he, well, I'm sure you saw the news. So now yeah. he's in Europe, but he's moving to Southeast Asia for the qualifiers at the start. So like, soon. does he just not want to, is he just not going to stream before TA or? I am not sure. I think that right now they have a week for the qualifiers, just like like. Oh, liquid. only okay. Well then. Yeah. <laughs> probably like a week never and a half. No, oh, sorry. Okay. I'm not. I'm no, 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 no. I'm, I'm wrong. I think it's Malaysia first, and then a week after that. So okay. yeah, we're like two weeks away from the qualifiers. And but yeah, dude, like these guys have not played together in ever with the with the other yeah. roster for the T1. So I think they have to get on the roof, and knowing Tobias sure, yeah. and Anna, it's not. They have a very interesting vision of the of the game, and yep. you're gonna have to roll roll with them, you know. Yeah. What do you think about the team? I don't know. It's gonna be very interesting. Do you like American football? I'm gonna give you an analogy, but only me and the few Americans sure. that are listening to this will understand. So Tom Brady was the quarterback of the New England Patriots, and the whole time mm -hmm. it was said that he was great because Bill Belichick, the coach, was great. And then mm -hmm. Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay Buccaneers and won the, the, the league with another team. Yeah. So I believe that Tobias and Johan could have only succeeded in OG with Seb and, yeah. and 
sorry, Sophia's Anna could only succeed, succeed with Sepp and Johan. But I also feel that now that they are ready for their own, let's say, solo albums, yeah. because now they have all those learnings. So now yeah. it's going to be very cool for them to see how can they affect the next team. And I think that you guys yeah. saw it in Liquid, you know, how Jerax yeah. came with a bunch of new ideas and you guys got better immediately after, you know. So I think it's going to work really well. I mm -hmm. think Anna looked very motivated and in shape. And I think Top Seven is going to stomp people. I think he's fantastic right now. He's so fucking hungry. But what do you think about that team? I heard him and Cuckoo got some, uh, had some beef. That's what I heard. Topson like apparently like avoided him in pubs or something. <laughs> <laughs> so that I think that was I thought it was really funny, but um, yeah, I mean I was kind of on the same page as you, to where I thought OG was such a specific team because I think mm -hmm. Topson and Anna played. Like they kind of complemented each other perfectly, I think, their playstyles. Yeah, um, absolutely. Especially with Seb, because Seb like really likes hitting towers and plays with like tower hitting heroes. Like the beast beastmaster offlanes, etc. I think their lineup, like those three cores made a lot of sense together, I think. Um and now you have those two. So you have two out of three. Um of what I think was like the best tricor you can kind of have. Um so yeah, I think it's it will be very interesting to see how much they can affect the other three players and how much the other three players are willing to well willing to adjust their gameplay, I guess, or willing to adjust their ideas to kinda get together, you know. I think that will be the most interesting thing to see. Topias. I spend more time with Topias than with Anna, which is why I talk more about him. Topias, you kinda understand you have to understand what he sees and what he wants to do. It doesn't work mm -hmm. the other way around. You cannot tell Topias not to be Topias. You know that you're being yep. a mid player most of your life. Yeah. When you're telling your mid player do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, and he stops feeling who he is, then yep. it's like at this point I'm just a bot. It's not know? that great. Yeah. Yeah. You don't feel free. You don't feel like what you want to do, and you're trying to be like in a system. It's like, but but this is not. Yeah. And it's like, why do I have a system? And this fucker in front of me doesn't have a system. Yeah. Is that class big enough for you? <laughs> big, and knowing how tall you are and how big your hands are, that's a big it's man in class. It's like three and a half liters in here. <laughs> if it's full, if it's full, that is insane, dude. But yeah, I, yeah, I no, look forward I... to seeing Topias. I mean, we've seen Anna with other teams, you know. So we've seen it with other teams. We've seen it with, with yeah. Liquid. We've seen it with RNG. But we haven't seen Topias with anybody else. Well, there's one, actually there's one slot and two unsure slots, right? That's how it works. I think two for wild the... card and one, yeah, for TI? TI qualifiers. So out of, well, now that Fnatic made it their points in the yeah. last qualifier, <laughs> then one team in Southeast Asia will go directly to TI. And the second will go the last chance qualifiers. So the truth is that they should make it, you know, they should. Yeah. If yeah. Fnatic did not make it to TI, then it's going to be tricky because you had yeah. Fnatic and them and Talon and, and all those guys. You SMG know? as well, right? Correct. But now that Boom is on yeah. and now that Fnatic is gone, then two of those teams are going to make it to TI. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
European uh, the EU qualifiers will also be very interesting. Yeah, I was, I was gonna segue to <laughs> that. Like so holy moly, it's gonna be a blood secret, match. Secret, Enigma Galaxy, Entity, Alliance, Alliance. <laughs> yeah. Chicken like Fighter. I think there's gonna be a surprise. Well, not Chicken Fighter, but like the Goon Squad. There is gonna be a few surprises, yeah. huh? Goon Squad is not an easy team to to beat, huh? They put a few surprises this year. No, they're, they're like a team that you can like easily lose to if you're not prepared. Mm -hmm. You know, they're gonna do like some. Some weird ass draft, and you're like, "What the hell just happened?" And you lose. That's Brahim as well, by the way. Brahim, like Brahim as well, the player, man. he might just be like, he might just play like Tinker Mid and like rolls over you, and you're like, "What the hell just happened?" You know. Yep. It's like they have so many, so many EU teams that can just take a game off of you if you're not prepared. That's like EU in a nutshell, actually. Like everyone's like cheesing, everyone's like doing some weird, weird stuff. Yeah. EU is pretty very tricky, yeah. It's gonna be very tricky yeah. because what happens if Liquid doesn't make it to TI again? I mean, think about it. I love Insania, but it would be like the Alliance run and they're not making to TI, and then if you don't make it here, yeah. like fuck, you know, like your window is. Yeah, I, I don't know actually what would happen to be honest. And if Puro doesn't make it again, the second TI that hasn't make it, and if Papi yeah. doesn't make it, it's the first TI that hasn't make it. Like, yeah. there is a world where it's Entity and Brain, you know. I think that we're oh, all yeah, thinking course. that it's going to be, oh, Liquid and Secret or Liquid and Enigma for sure. Yeah. No, 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 no. There is a world where one of the other teams yeah. sneaks in and the mathematic is gone. It's going to get crazy. EU will be insane to watch. Yep. I actually don't really yep. want to stream it. I kind of just want to watch it. <laughs> just watch it. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad for me because all those teams should be on TI, but I don't know if I'm just like yeah. now European, European bios, you know, because I want them all. Yeah. Look, I mean, if I had day, to put... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, keep going. Sorry. No, no, I was going to say, if, if obviously we're not in the shape right now of a tournament because we just finished yeah. the major. But right now, today, my money is on Entity. They are Ooh, okay. fucking great. They are really good and really strong and Fishman is a boss. And But you know, they play with a standard, right? I know, I know, I know. Okay. But I mean, <laughs> they still finish fourth, third, fourth on the on the EU, you know? Like, yeah. They, they, these were, they were a good team. Sorry, what were you going to say sure. about your... Um, you were going to say, like, you, you said, like, EU bias, right? You, you think they should all be a TI? Yes. I think, I think they would be a TI if they deserved it. I think that the way that the Boyd system is now, it is not good for competitive equal regions let me just explain this when you have mm -hmm. teams that are taking points from each other all the points available then get spread amongst five six teams yeah well in south america you have two teams that are dominant and all the points go to them yeah and then thunder awakened and viscos are there they're very good teams by the yep. way i'm not taking any criticism of them they're very good teams it just means that if you look at right now at the points of Europe, Liquid has 900, the other one has 700, the other one is like, yeah. fuck, there are all these teams that have points. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. if we were to put them on the top, and because we didn't have a major, the first one, there yeah. is just a region, regionality anomaly. Boom, that's a complicated word of the day. Because <laughs> we are missing the points of the first majors that would have gone to 
international teams. So yeah. a lot of people are criticizing how the, the, the system is wrong. I don't think it's fully wrong. It's just be, because we skipped a major regionally, 25% yeah. of the point are, are fucked. Well, I guess Liquid could be a tier right now, huh? If they like did well at the first major. Correct. So they could be there. Yeah. The key here is who is on top of Liquid. And on top of Liquid, you had Outsiders, you have Fnatic, and you have other teams who also have been dominant in their region. The thing is, Liquid yeah. has not been dominant in the region because in the region, Europe is a bloodbath. Yeah. You know? Remember, Gaming Gladiators and Tundra were super yeah. hard on the first season, and then OG was super strong on the second season. And then in the yeah. third season, Entity came out of nowhere, and I was like, what is this team? Imagine if you take yeah. those points from Entity and you put them on Liquid, Liquid goes to TI. Yep. Now it's. What do you do about that, though? I mean, you can't just give Europe like five slots. That's like not. No, I think that the way that you do it is that you hope hope for next year to actually have three majors, and let's see how the system yeah. works. You know, and I, I wouldn't yeah. make big adjustments until we see what the system can produce with this whole thing. I would definitely reduce the length though of the league. Have you been watching a lot of the esports part? How much do you follow the scene? I follow you quite a bit. You follow me? I feel very yeah. honored. Yeah. Uh, aren't that... I don't watch other regions because I'm streaming all the time. So, yeah. I only really watch the U games. And... Yeah. I'm not like watching like replays though. I just don't have time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Around that, I mean, you watch your, your games, right? The OG games? Yeah, watch all of them. And then nothing else, I assume? I watch actually watch everything. I watch everything. everything. I actually watch North American. I mean, North America, because I live in NA, it's a little bit easier. Because yeah, by course. the time I, let's say I'm going to have dinner, I put my laptop yeah. next to me and I watch all of it. And yeah. I really, really like cheering for teams that play against DG. I'm a <laughs> hardcore fan. When I see like, but it's not like people think that we have hate for them. Like it's not hate. I actually, I'm still friends with our tour and I'm still friends yeah. with those guys. And I like the CEO a lot. It's just something fun for me. You know, it's more like who's going to take the dragon this time. You know, who's going to yeah. play the dragon. Can TSM do it? You know, oh can God. Quincy crew do it? Can Nouns do it? You know? And yeah. then it's like, yeah, I get excited yeah, about they can, it. They can. They yeah. can. When think, I watch uh... China, I don't want China to watch LGD win. I watch China to see who beats LGD. Yeah. I guess there's no... Is there a team like like that in EU? Not really, right? Because everyone kind of beats each other. Well, I said a lot of people watch, come to watch us lose. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys have such a like interesting... I think it's only OG and... Uh, actually, Enigma Galaxy, that has a fan base like that. It's like either you love them or you hate them, I feel like. It's like when OG plays, there's so many f people like in the chat that like yo easy og two zero and then there's the other half which is like yeah og fluke ti twice <laughs> it's it's interesting no it's like very controversial have you noticed I, that yes and i will share something with you that is very strange for me and so max and i for for you guys fans that are watching this so we've met years ago i went with him and with the alliance team to ti and I made the documentary with them, the Road to TI with them. Oh, yeah, right. And that was the first time we known each other. And I, I always have, I told him I was always a big fanboy of him and I watched his stream for a long time. And because I, I only like watching mid players, I know, I'm like, I'm that guy. <laughs> and 
I experienced something this major that was very strange. I was recognized all the time in the arena. And people came to say hi and take photos with me all the time That's in cool. the arena. I know, but it was so weird because in my mind, look, this is my room. You know, it's my, it's, I'm in a chair, I'm in shorts, mm. uh, talking with my friend. So I, I'm not really thinking about the penetration that this content has, you know, and all that. Yeah. And then I got to experience a little bit more what was to be the CEO of OG on site. And people were so nice and so complimentary. And they were like, hey, I miss, sorry, I, I watched your podcast. And for me, it was like a huge compliment yeah. because yeah, I watch all the people's nice. podcasts every week. Yeah. So with that said, I felt all the love. I yeah. didn't feel any of the hate in person. In person, But I yes. see the hate I agree. online. Yeah. Online, I see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, in person, everybody so was lovely. to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's nice though, right? You know it's what the great. highest compliment? I mean, well, tell me, tell me. The highest compliment to me is when someone watches me while they eat food. Because mm -hmm. when I eat food, I only watch things that I'm like pretty interested in. Because you want to watch something entertaining, right? Yeah. So when other people are like, yo, I'm watching you while I'm ordering pizza or eating pizza, I'm like, holy shit, that's nice. You know, awesome. I can't, I can't believe like they would watch me over like a show or something, you know, I think that's, as you said, you know, you, you eat food, you sit there and you watch like Enedora. Instead of Enedora, people watch me. I think that's like yeah. really interesting. I will watch you. You're just not on my time zone. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's I really think nice. So. But do yeah. you have you gone to a tournament now just as a fan without playing it and just as a an streamer and feel the love of the people no i've been recognized in the netherlands quite a bit though on the street okay. that has not happened as much it has happened more now than while i was a pro player because i think people see me all the time now and when you okay. play pro they don't really see you that much right like yeah, only like on cams sometimes but i'm like visible like 24 7 right so that has happened a lot more i think it would be pretty interesting going to like a tournament now maybe ti or maybe do you next like year. it do you like being recognized and the love from the people Does it i feel don't weird i feel i feel super imposter syndrome i'm like dude i don't deserve this i'm just a guy i a microphone just don't like being people being very touchy <laughs> i don't like that they're very I'm touchy like very with German. you. I'm like very German in the aspect. It's like, yo, this is my personal space, my friend. But uh, I don't really mind. It's only when okay. people are like, yo, why are you, yo, are you quick? And I'm like, yeah. And then they like hug me immediately. I'm like, hold up there, you know? No, but It's funny because I don't think that you will be the kind of guy that I go for the hug. Just so you guys know, he's very, very, very tall and very, very big. Like biking big you know and next to him i'm like i'm like this shorter than him so he can just pick me up and and shake me you know yeah i am nah people have done that and i'm like you know we can just shake hands you know and take a yeah. picture but aren't that unruly minded i just mind like yeah i just might yeah i just mind being touched very Fast. So, hey, people, if you see Koifa, do not touch him. He's happy to take photos with you, you know? No, you would, we can him. do a little dab, you know? That's all good, but hugging uh -huh. is kind of kind of weird. Kind of weird. Yeah, for me, dude, it's literally the first tournament that I went where I was recognized. Like, That's a cool, lot. Though. no? It was, but it was very confusing for me because yeah. I've always been completely anonymous. I was sitting on the crowd. Nobody knew about me. 
And yeah. my favorite part of, of now is that people comment on games with me. It's like, oh mm-hmm. my God, can you believe like the, the mana boots? I'm like, I'm, I was not watching, sorry. I'm like, in a way, <laughs> like a lot of the times that I'm there on the crowd, sometimes I'm not watching. I'm just spaced out thinking about other yeah. things, you know? And yeah. they think that, well, I mean, he has a podcast. He's a CEO of OG. He must know yeah. Dota. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Not at all. My, my knowledge of Dota is, is very, I'm not saying basic. You know, I still have 7,000 hours. But yeah. it's, I, it's I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't have, I can't have a conversation about, oh, can you believe that Invoker is building mana boots? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why not? Everything. Seems, good. <laughs> Seems good to me. Oh, I mean, and, I think that's yeah. enough though, right? I think a basic understanding is nice. So you can kind of relate to the players. I don't think you need to have like an in-depth. Well, I mean, I understand how we play in depth because I watch all the screams. So I understand yeah. what we're trying to do. I understand the timings and I understand that. But I don't get to like hero builds. I don't do any micro, you know? All I do is of macro. Of course, yeah. So in the micro, it's like, oh, can you believe that they pull the range creep here? Yeah. Oh, how who, do you pull? Yeah. Who surprised you the most from OG? Before coming to the team, I assume you watched them like win TI, mm-hmm. right? Who like when you met them or when you watched the scrims or when you met them, who was like, wow, I had a completely like kind of different opinion about how that person would be in real life. Top so was there anything like that? Topson? Yeah, Topson is much more loving and generous and kind. It's just he's Finnish. So you have to understand <laughs> how he yeah, shows. They're very like lone wolves, yeah. right? They're like, yeah, yeah. And he grew up in the, in the in the forest in the north of Finland. Dude, but I if think you that's able, so cool, though. If you're able to understand his life. register, his register, yeah. and how he shows love and how he shows appreciation, he is a loving, kind human. He's just yeah. not gonna give you a hug. <clears throat> He's not gonna go and say, "Hey, dude, I love you." But you know, he loves I you. I can relate. Yeah. Every single thing that he does shows. You know, his his actions speak louder than words. Because mm-hmm. Seb has really good words. So Seth yeah. can very effectively explain his emotions through words. Johan yeah. can effectively explain his emotions through words. Topias, no, he's just going to tell you. Yeah. Differently. But the biggest thing that surprised me is that first, not everything is sunshines and lollipops throughout the season. Okay? Yes. Yeah. And I believe that Johan and Seb has gone through a lot of dark moments and they have, in a way, uh, a few things that allows them to follow a roadmap when we get there. I mean, think about yeah. it. We were during the COVID season, didn't make it to any majors. When yeah. we brought Anna, we actually had to get Madara to play the, the relegation games with us. We yeah. uh, had mid one with us leaving there and then he was not there was a lot a lot of shit moments and obviously also male too right he also played yes during... yeah we he also couldn't with Sumail, come then... to europe or something right correct he was in america and then we couldn't get him and then by the oh, time yikes. he got here we went to ti with him but i don't think we were like the perfect team anymore and then you go to yeah. ti we have this idea that we are going to go together and it's going to be fantastic and that's going to bring us the the hard pack into the team no audience yeah. in a fucking bubble <sighs> yeah, and you can see that even the perfect people, you know, like Sepp and Johan, they are not always that beacon of light, you know, 
that even the most yep. brilliant and, and kind, loving people, there are moments of like, well, today of sucks, yep. you know? Of course. Yeah. yeah. And that was like, like a hard thing, you know, because in my mind, it's all like, a, like an anime. No, like these people are always like that. No, they have moments yeah, yeah, of like, yeah. I need a space, you know, I need today, today I, I need yeah. to, but like they're very good asking for it, you know? Seb will be like, hey, yeah. for the next four hours, I'm done, you know? Like, yeah. let's, let's take it tomorrow. Because I, I, I need to think, I need to reassess, and I need to come up with like my emotional strength for tomorrow. I, it's gone right now. That's good though. If you can like communicate that, right? Everyone kind of knows what's going on though. Yeah. He's, he's very good at doing That's that. Good. And the biggest surprise that I had, obviously, with the new team, let's talk about my new team because obviously you saw that we. Okay, so beginning of the season, there are completely different, two different ways of seeing the world. Liquid built a super team. They brought probably for me the best carry on the Western world in Matu. Agreed. Yeah. He's no one sees the game like he sees us on the on the carry position right now on the Western I world. I think that guy's crazy good, yeah. It's insane. Agreed. And he's it's just that I, I like you're we're like right now pandering to him, but it's like last year what he did was like fuck, this guy understands everything. He's the way that he plays the lane, the way that he plays the heroes, the well, yeah. and there's a lot of talented players eh, in, in EU, but just yeah. Mantu is something else. And Mantu then is something else, yeah. They brought like the in a way the super team, you know, like oh we're gonna have this, we're gonna have that, and now we have like the a very very high team. They brought Sai, which is also probably the it was the highest, the most desirable off lane in Dota. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, and then we went. With the five kids. Well, let's say four kids and Tiger. And <laughs> yeah. I was one of the people that actually vouched for Tiger. A guy was the one that dropped his name on the hat. Because I saw mm -hmm. Tiger with you guys. And I saw the <clears> kids <throat> and I was like, I think this mix is going to work. Because Tiger is very loving, very creative. And I think he could be a big source of, let's say, to glue the team, you know? I think Antetaga yep. is the glue of that yep. team. How old is Misha? Uh, 23. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's older, but dude, he's like... like every, no, I thought he was older, actually, to be honest. Oh, older. No, no, no. Dude, like, there is this, this misconception of, of Misha that, well, he was the perfect captain. Yeah, but he failed that year with NIP. Remember, they kicked on Echo and they got Misha? Yeah. And then the team yep. went to shit. But it was yep. never Misha's team. So I think that what Misha really wanted or needed is somebody to let him, somebody to let him build a team. Yeah, kind of like his like team. From, correct, yeah. from scratch. And we talked to this about a bunch of times, but the first thing we did is was Misha and I started talking to teams, to players, sorry, and nobody wanted to play with him. No one did. I mean, very few people wanted to play with him and, and jump into the boat. Everybody was like, sure, who else is in the team, you know? Yeah. Like, Send me the whole package, but if nobody jumps in, we never have a package. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. And Tiger was the first one that said yes. And then we went for ATF, BCM, and then Juragi was the last piece. And I would like to ask, when you saw us with that team, what do you thought? Who the fuck are these people? Or do you were you aware of who some of these guys were? I know that Omar had a bunch of different offers that year. I think yes. he was actually very like I think a bunch of them bunch of teams wanted to try him out, right? But I don't know if you guys came first or if the other offers ended up 
uh, falling through. I'm not really sure. I think but... we were we had a good proposition for him. We had a <clears> team for him, and his family actually supported the move to OG. We talked to his brother, and his brother was like, "OG has a track record of making it work with young players." You know, yep. if you want to go to an organization that you can become, that OG might be the best. Yep. So. Yuragi, I actually didn't know kind of at all, like really, like barely know him. I know BZM because I played against him like five more times in pubs, <laughs> like Jesus fuck, like every day, like five times probably. Uh, so I know that guy was like very good. And Amar, I kind of know from being uh, very outspoken in pubs, I should say. Um, so Yuragi was like a big question mark for me, but I know, I know the other two were good. My worry was how, uh, I mean, honestly, my only worry was if that team would implode or not. So if the players ended up hating each other because all very young. And uh, I know how I was when I was 17. I was a little young cocky shit, you know. If someone told me something, I'd be like, no, what the fuck? You, you don't know better than me. So it I had a feeling that I had a feeling that might happen because I know I was like that. <clears throat> yeah, that was my only worry, to be honest. But so far, it hasn't happened, I assume. So, I mean, we have a lot of very tense moments, and but they're like tense, and I think the guys have been able to. They have a, a lot of very, they have a lot of very sour sense of humor. That's very strange. Eh? In the old okay. roster, everything was loving, trying to be respectful. Yeah. These guys are there. There, there's something there. Eh? I see. They're like, yeah. So that's that's like how kids are, kids. kind of, no? But I will say one thing. My biggest surprise of this roster is actually Yuragi. I think Yuragi is the sense? best car in Europe. Oh, I think only comparable to Mantu. Mantu. I, I think <laughs> he's the best car. Isn't Mantu a CSGO player or something? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Matumba man. Let's just go Matumba man. I think okay. that the best two carriers on the Western world are Matumba man and Yuragi. And so I don't think, think there's that much higher than him. There's Arteezy in the Western world. Hello. I know. I know. I, 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 I double down no. on what I said. Nothing? Okay. Why do you think do you, do you think he sees the game in like a very good way? Or what, what makes you say that? There is a few people that I know that, or I feel that they're ready to win TI. Juragi mm -hmm. is ready to win TI. I mean, sorry. Well, obviously, I, I just said something that is fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. Jatoro, okay, Jatoro. I, I, I just for a second mm -hmm. took him out of the English world. You know, I think Jatoro, Ma, Matuma Man, and Juragi are the best three cars on the Western world. Okay. And yeah, funny Jatoro enough, is... we actually thought that Juragi was Jatoro's alt account. Oh really? That's yes. Funny. We we thought it was his alt account. We were thinking about it it's like this kid is fucking great. We're watching him play. Like who the fuck is this kid? And we thought yeah. it was Jatoros. And no, it was not Jatoros. It was, it's it was right. not, no. Yeah. All right. But I, that's how highly we thought of him. Yeah. And Damn. obviously they play very similar, like the idea of you have to play all the heroes. You know, I think that's one of the things that made uh, Spirit very successful is that you get the last picks, you know, you're like, when nothing yeah. is there anymore, you know? So you have yeah. to play the Aquarians, you have to play the the Druids, you have to play everything. The Juggernauts, yeah. the Terror Blades, because you might get thrown at anything at any point. 
Racer, Viper, he plays Icon, everything. He's very versatile, Yoragi. Mm -hmm. That's true. Because if you see our yeah, traps, you're a... constantly picking up the Amar hero early, you know? We try to do pick... They get uh... the... Do they get nervous on lands, you know? The young players? A little bit. A little bit? A little bit. Okay. They do I think that's more what... experience. That's what can... I think that might be the, like, the deciding factor at TI. Because I think TI feels so different from majors. Yeah. And other tournaments, it's like... I think when you're young, you don't really think about the stakes as much. I think like when Somail won TI, I don't think he was really thinking, you know, oh, wow, there's so much money. I think he just wanted to win because he was like 15 years old, right? Yeah. He was like, I, I think I'm the best. I'm going to win, right? But I think when you like get older, like early, mid-20s, you, you, you think more about the stakes than just like everything around it too, rather than just winning, if you know what I mean. It's so I would say something for you. I think that Taiga knows more than the rest of the kids, but he also is more, I'm trying to figure out how to say it with words, is more aware of what it means. Yeah. And the fame and getting shit on or getting love and all that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you saw, but Amar with the whole thing with Beast Coast and Reddit was on fire. Yeah. Dude, I kid you not, Amar didn't even know that that was happening because he doesn't have social media and he doesn't have Reddit and he doesn't have anything. Okay. So he found out that night after the whole thing. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> the whole day he was just doing his thing and he didn't find out until we, until somebody told him. Yeah. And he was like completely unaware. So Amar doesn't give a fuck. Like that That's should be the name. Amar doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Not the Amar the fucker. Amar doesn't give a fuck. And yeah. BCM, doesn't seem to give a fuck. Doesn't give two fucks. Have you seen him play in Ember and how he plays like heroes? Doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. That kid doesn't care. That's good. Right. I think the other ones are aware of the stakes, you know? They're aware okay. that they're playing a finals. They're aware that there are people watching. They're aware that maybe yeah. somebody's going to say something about them. Yeah. And like, in a way, there is a few things that I want for them, which is probably different what they want from them. For the first mm -hmm. time, they have money, okay? I want them to enjoy the money. doesn't mean that just go and throw it in a club, but it's like, dude, yeah. if I don't do anything with my money and I don't feel anything, it's like, I had a conversation with them. It's like, what are we playing for at this point, you know? Yeah. Like, okay, you go to the major and well, you win 100 I think they're playing like, because they want to prove to everyone they're the best, I think. I think this morning when yes. you're like a kid, you're like, I think I'm better than everyone else, so I, I, I need them to know too. That's okay. why I want to win. But, but do you think that just being able to slightly enjoy the money, even if it's just to go with your mom and go to a nice dinner or just, you know, buy your mom a nicer apartment or something like that, you know? Yeah. Just a little bit. Because they have made I... already this year money, eh? substantial of money course. compared to what they made last year. Like these people yeah. have never made money before. Like BCM yeah. has never made money before. And suddenly he has a big salary. He won the major. He finished fourth on Riyadh. So this year he's made a few hundred thousand. You know, this is like yeah. fucking real money for him and his family. Of course. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're maybe that comes later. Maybe they're like not into materialistic things as of yet. But who knows? Do, do you get do you get like motivation from buying 
like materialistic things. Yes, but not for buying. I get motivation for a lifestyle that I can pay into. I live in Santa Monica by the beach. That's my happiness. Yeah. Like, for example, you have a very nice apartment. That's your happiness. You spend so much time in that apartment, you know, and you live like that. So you mean me? I think that see, I, I don't buy I don't buy expensive shit, but I do yeah. like that I have access because when you live in in LA and you've been in LA and you live by the beach, you are buying into a lifestyle. Not I've been only there, yeah. it's very an nice. Occasion. It's very nice. Very nice. But it's very expensive. So that's my it is, yeah. that's my gift to myself, you know? My gift to myself is that I live I can walk to the beach. Yeah. Okay. I think that's, I mean, yeah, then I, I would say you do, you definitely get motivation from, from buying that. I mean, I'm the same, I think some things just, it, it's not like you want more, but you want to keep working. So you can kind of have that feeling again, if that makes sense. It's like, you want to, I guess, reward yourself for working hard. Right. Yeah. I mean, at the end so of the day, I, 37. I there's nothing wrong with that. I'm 37 and there's a specific things in my life that I want. Let's say that if I ever wanted to own a property or ever wanted to do that, I would say I don't. It's like, I know my answer. I just don't know how much cocky is going to sound or how asshole is going to sound, but let's just go for it. Sure, it's fine. I want money and I want money in my bank account, knowing that at any point I can just walk away. If something were to happen, I will be okay. That's my money. My money, I want enough money where I don't have to think about money. That is the that is the spot, right? That would be amazing. Yeah. I can go to a restaurant, I can order the most expensive thing on the menu and not think, fuck, tomorrow I cannot eat. And I yeah. can go and do things with my mom or I can go and do things on a date with a girl or I can go yeah. and do things with my friends without thinking, fuck. But that's it. Like I don't yeah. want any expensive things. I don't own an apartment. But... If Kyle calls me and says, hey, I'm going to go fishing, it's going to cost 100 bucks to Kyle, get a boat. like swindle melons. I, I hang out with Kyle all the time. He's my, my oh, LA buddy. Oh, that's interesting. So if he calls uh, me and says, we're going to go fishing and it's going to cost 100 bucks, I'm going to get a boat to go fishing and a license. I can't say yes without being worried. That's my privilege. That is what money does for me. I think that's totally reasonable. I would say. <laughs> I mean, I... Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I guess it's kind of similar for me. Like if I would be like, break my arm tomorrow and I couldn't stream for like six months, I don't want to be like, oh shit, you know, my life is over because I'm not making money anymore. I want to be like, yeah. this is not ideal, but I'm going to get through it. You know, I think that's, I can, I can totally relate actually. Yeah. Safety. Financial safety problems for me. are like the worst, I think the worst. of anything so and health fun. problems. It's absolutely dreading. I was not wealthy growing up as a kid and there was real hard moments in my childhood and in, in some life in my life, when I moved to LA, I had no money and I told myself, this sucks. It fucking sucks. I, yeah. I don't want to be here again. You know, like you have to survive. You're not living, you're surviving, you know, and I worked really hard and I was hopefully good making money for myself and from other people. But I would say, remember the famous line from Somel, I'm only here because of the money? No, mm -hmm. but it's true that Johan and Seb now at their age are more aware of money than when they were maybe early 20s. Because now they see yeah. what 
money does and what you can do. And it's like now it's about building a family and building your home and building all that. And all that is money, you know? So know, yeah. I'm aware of it. That's, I think that's all you need to do, right? Just need to be aware of it. Yeah. And some people are happy, like, you know, just making, like, I, I guess, average money or, like, normal money. I think that's, like, nothing wrong with that either. Neither. Correct. I tell you, like, the story of Misha. I don't know if Misha would like me to tell the story, but I think that was a moment this year where he, mm -hmm. after the major, he went to a sport clothing sport, clothing store, sport clothing store with his mom. Yeah. He bought himself a pair of Jordans and a, a nice Nike tracksuit, you know, and a nice jacket and all that. That was the moment mm -hmm. of like, I made it, boys, you know? <laughs> I just well, spent, that's, that's, let's say, fun. 300 that's bucks on a fun. Nike store. And it's not even that much money. I mean, obviously, $300 is yeah. a lot of money for a lot of people. But when you just want yeah. to major and reach out, that was his gift to himself, you know? I wanted to own a pair of Jordans, you know? I have a yeah. Jordan pair right now. So. And then he that hurt his fine, feet, his sure. feet and he had to go on flip-flops during the tournament. It's a, it's a funny... Oh, boy. Yeah. What was the first thing oh, that you fine. bought when you had a little bit of money? Do you remember? I think I bought my first car. It was Are you a... about to say the car? Sure. I, th I think so. I was, uh, I, was I mean, say, I don't have a sponsor. I was like 18. You're sponsored by Honda, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. It was a Mitsubishi Caprio for $3,000. No, I think 2000 maybe. Okay. It was like, I think like 120,000 kilometers on it. Okay. Like very old. I think I paid like 2K for it. Yeah, that was my, that's when I knew it was like, I looked at the car and I was like, wow. I'm Thought sitting in my room. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting in my room and some stupid as a video game bought me this car out of nothing it's like thin air you know yeah but the car is not thin air the car is real mm -hmm. that's when it was like holy hell this is actually like kind of this is interesting it's kind of nice just like being able to earn like money playing dota is it's nice johan so always like tells us my first johan always tells a story that with the ti money he bought a bet <laughs> A bed. Oh my lord. Yes. That was his, the pinnacle of his ambition. He wanted to get a bed. Nice bed uh, at least or very, very, very nice bed. The bed very that nice the, the Queen of Denmark uses. The Prince of Denmark uses. Oh uh, wow. Okay. Yes. And what do you bought with the next the next one? Like through the years. So just give me like in a way like a, a, a purview of your life. So when you were seventeen is when you started playing. When did you start <clears throat> making more like real money? I didn't make that much in mouse. Okay. I would say NIP was the first team I made decent money. Okay. NIP, I was like, maybe like 19. Okay. That's when I made like, I would say like very, very good money for a 19 year old. Because okay. I was in school and the people next to me made, well, uh, zero to $100. Okay. And I made, you know, a lot more <laughs> so that's when i was like what the hell is this you know i'm like going to school and then i come home and i play like eight hours and i go to school again that was like yeah that's the first time i made like good money i would say okay so quite a while ago i've been yeah i've been having like decent salary for like five six years now i would say 
In How old are you now, Max? 26. 26. It's just, you've been so, so long in the scene already because you started so young. Yeah, I started like 16, I think. 17? 16. Fuck. Yeah. It's like you guys, you're a real OG. It's just, you're still young. It's that you started so early. I guess. I mean, how old is Johan and Seb, do you know? Johan is, 30, uh, Johan is 28 and Seb is 30. 31. 30, okay. And, and I Seb also started. the other day. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fear, fear like, was right now old. 30, 34. I think what is the generation, you know? Fear was like the first generation and Johan yeah. and Seb are the next generation. You are the next generation. And then you have like the... Then this is the clowns, you know? Tobias is 22. Anna is 22. Aiden is 24, I think, or 25. Aiden is Yeah. Oh, he's 27. 27. Oh, he's older. Okay, so he's a Johan. He's a, he's a year he older than me, in, yeah. he, he was just in Heroes then, or nowhere, for a little yeah. longer. And Sai, yeah, dude, Sai a... is still super young, and he's been here forever as well. How old is Sai? Like 25? I think he's, I don't know. Let me see. I would say 25. 25. Boom. Got it. But he started playing also at 17, I think, or 16. Yeah. How, how old is RTC? It has to be 26 still. Wow. Man, the world of gaming right. of eSports has changed. Eh? A few years ago, it was not like this. And I mean, it's good. You know, I'm very happy that everybody is like here. Yeah. But Seb always says like, dude, I ate shit for years, you know? And now you guys are just walking into things that I had to fight yeah. for, you know, for many, many years. I mean, Seb had a rough kind of career before og right before he went to he did he did yeah like he, he was did. like an mtw and stuff like so, that I, I joke for you guys for you fans <laughs> to see it it's like it's a game so we started looking the other day about how many teams the players have been in and mm -hmm. who is the team the player who has been in more teams you know and immediately you think about misery PyCat, fata s4 the classic PyCat, you know? oh yeah oh my god and these people have been in every fucking team because back then the teams were like, you have a bad result and the team will dissolve. And Seb yep. has been in 29 teams. 29 even though, teams. Even though the last five years, he's not changed. So imagine, oh imagine if he had not been for five years in OG. He will have so many teams, you know? I mean, 29 is insane, though. Wow. I think it's, I, I, so, I mean, it doesn't show that many on the, on, on the history right now, but there were many other stacks, you know, in the middle. Yeah. But no, it was like something ridiculous like that. And Misery had also <laughs> so many teams. Holy shit. It was kind of the, the thing back then though. You play like one tournament together. You're like, this guy sucks. And then you disband and then you go new. Maybe 29 is too many. Maybe I have to, maybe it was 19, but yeah, the, the point is like so many fucking teams and Seb was like five years in the same team with us, but before yeah. it was like every three days, you it was know, a free you go to a tournament. Yeah. yeah. Got that. Misery has so many of them as well. Fuck. How many teams have you been coaching in? Yeah, TSM, right? Sorry? He's coaching TSM. Misery's coaching yeah, yeah. TSM, right? Mm -hmm. I've been in like, maybe like 10. Still, like, that's too much. Still amount, huh? I don't even know, man. Liquidpedia. I, I burned a lot of those teams from my memory. I'll be honest. <laughs> a lot of those, I'm like, I never want to go back to that again. Well, there's Mouse, Team Tinker, Escape, Liquid, Alliance. That's like the same team, though. Liquid and Alliance. Yeah. 
Uh, it actually doesn't say. Oh, here it is. Mad Lads Digital Chaos NIP <laughs> Meteor Makers. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's like eight. I think like maybe eight teams. Okay, good. Good amount. Which one is your, your favorite team that you've ever been with? I mean, definitely the Liquid team in terms yep. of the uh, people trying, boys? like trying. Yeah, I think Insania is a very, I think him, I would probably want to play with the most again. Because I think him and me really just can, I think we just really want to win over everything else. Okay. And yeah, I, I, not many people know this, but me, me and Insania had this thing where we would try to play one more pub than the other guy for like a period of time. So uh, we would start with like 12 and then he would play 13. Next day I would play like, he would play like 14, I would play 15 up until like 23 games a day. Stuff like that. It's like, I admire his work ethic because I think I've worked really hard. I, I don't really do anything like half-assed. So... Having a captain like that, I think, is very important. Kind of like lead with example mm -hmm. and lead by trying your ass off instead of being like, yeah, I'm sure my course will do the work. Well, no, you should also do the fucking work. You know, I, I think that's really nice. Um, so I know so I yeah. mentioned this before, but I would say that coming out of last year, Insania was probably one of the hot commodities in Europe. Everybody wanted to play with Insania. I think he has a great brand. Yes, I think I that's think also how they get Mott to eye. Mm -hmm. But again, what happened with his stock if he doesn't qualify to TI this year? Because even though you are probably one of the best captains in Europe, even though you are yes. super likable and all that, if yeah. you continue not to make it to TI, it's... And now he has, I will say, some of the best players in the world, you know? Oh, for sure. I think Mick is probably one of the talented mid players out there. Mm -hmm. I think he's very talented. Um, yeah, that is a. I, I thought about the other day too. Uh, it's like, how long can you be kind of what you said, like this, like aspiring captain until like you don't win, you know? Like, let's say Insania, like, makes TI, goes like top three. Well, then it's kind of like last year, right? Where people want to play with him really badly. Mm -hmm. But if he doesn't qualify, well, if you want to, you know, be an aspiring, like very, very good and like kind of, I mean, captain as he is, well, then you need to show people that playing like under your leadership is going to be good for them, is going to yield them results. So, yeah, I think, I mean, the sock will tank to put it shortly, I guess. Um, yeah. Does that mean people don't want to play with them anymore? Who knows? Does that mean the team will change? I honestly have no idea. I honestly have no idea. I have not been speaking to them like very much the last like one, two months. So yeah, I'm not sure how the team is doing actually. I, I hope that they do well. I think it's good for all of us and good for Dota, but I worried, I really worried because I would say you have the best of laner in the Western world, or one of the best of laners in the Western world, at least on paper, for sure. on Sai. For sure. And then you have probably the best carry on the Western world, on paper with Yatoro. And then you have on paper, probably one of the best three, four mid players in the world. 
and then yep. you have on paper a very experienced position four. Yep. And then you have on paper, let's say, one of the best captains in the Western world. And on paper, you have all the <laughs> Jeraks, the coaching, I mean, jabs, yeah. and Will, you know? Like, that team on paper yeah. is scary as fuck. I mean, on paper, also with Liquid, as like what they give you is like, you yeah, ask I, and they're like, is this related to performance? You're like, yes, this will help me play better than like, go for it, you know? Liquid will go through everything to help you like perform. It's like very, very nice. And then like the Liquid CEO, Victor, I do that guy is that guy's amazing actually. I mm-hmm. think that guy is like how you should lead an esports team. And yeah, I played with him like I used to be in Liquid like 2014. Did you know that? I remember. That was very different times back then, dude. Holy hell, Liquid was not a big team back then. Like Liquid was not a big organization. It was very, very different. But uh yeah, back then Victor was there. And it's basically the same as now. Just like taking care of his players. So I think Liquid's by far the best organization I've been in. Like by like not even close. Not even close to any other team. And I've been I in like five, six different ones. I think Victor has a lot of love for you specifically and a lot of love for Dota. And I think Dota, that that guy is, he's not good at ping pong or not good at table tennis, sorry. But uh-huh. <laughs> I guess very good at being a CEO or leading an esports team. Holy hell. It's very good. Yeah. I'm glad that you have good words for him. And I don't know him that Fantasy much. He's the best. Yeah, I don't know him that much. I went to him to have lunch with him there in, in Utrecht with him yeah. to the facility. And it was it was loving. It's just our business model to their business model is so radically different. <laughs> than, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's completely different. Dude, it, so, Utrecht is so nice though, right? It is very nice. That city is... I know, incredible. but like if you see like their whole facility is like modern and glass and metal and concrete and then you see ours and we're a bunch of hippies with dogs and flowers growing potatoes it's like we honestly could not be a a more different organization we're completely different but yeah yeah i i I like that you guys have good things to say about them at the the end of the day when your players have good things to say about the org is it's a testament you know with how good the org is of course i mean it, it should be like you know you it should be like this you know yeah, they should do a good job like treating you and you should do a very good job like representing them and I think if that's like the case then everyone's happy right when we brought Mike uh, remember uh, when Seb went down with AI we brought Mike so mm-hmm. Mike is the only one let's say from Liquid that has had a look into OG because he was living with us for a week and yeah. it was very very different from him you know like yeah. I, I know I'm, I'll make a joke okay so mm-hmm. in OG you don't wear shoes <laughs> You're playing you football what? outside. You don't wear shoes. We're like shoeless the whole fucking day. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we're like going on the grass and going in the pool. And then you come into the room and you're playing without shoes. Like your feet smell like grass the whole day and like mud. Yeah. And then you go to liquid and everything is like very professional, very bottom up, you know, everything is yeah. very clean, very polished. So we're just very different. Very, very I different. I guess it's different that case, yeah. But yeah, uh, so with that, with the stock, I, I, I wonder a lot about it for next year as well. Obviously, there's a lot of rumors that Matumba Man might not be playing next year, but he also been yes. saying this for a few years. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's a I... top some break, you know? Who knows? Maybe. That would be interesting for Liquid though. I mean, I think everything is about the TI qualifiers. 
That's actually yeah. so much at stake this time. It's crazy, you know? It's like yeah. secret, Enigma Galaxy, Liquid. All the, I think they all have to like pretty much make it. Or the roster is like GG. And the, the mathematical says that at least one, if yeah. not more, are not going to make it. So this year, in a way, one legacy breaks. Yeah. And if sad, Papi doesn't make it, Papi doesn't make it, I'm sure he will endure and pursue, and pursue this next year. But Kura, it will be the second year without TI, you know? I don't know what yep. is going through his mind. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, do you, do you like, coach at that point? Or, like, coach the it's team? Or... so weird. It's so weird because Nigma has, on paper, five of the best <laughs> players on the planet. Yeah. Like, come on, if I give you a paper and it's like, hey, look, MC, GH, yeah. uh, Sumail, Miracle, and Kuro. Yeah. What? <laughs> Where do I sign that team, you know? Yeah. Like, how's that team, like, not winning tournaments? That's, like, my how's question, that, you know? Just give him TI yeah. already, you know? Just give it to them. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's... We live in a weird world. And then there's, like, these, like, three new people, three new pop stars coming in winning tournaments. It's weird, right? So weird. weird. And again, as, as I said, I said, it pains me saying this. NTG is really good. Okay. Do you think NTG... they're actually like that good? Or do you think like the Saberlight offlane, they've been picking like two offlaners kind of made it work? I mean, they made it to the major. The other teams didn't make it to the major. That's true. Yeah. So they were at least better than them during the season. But making major and making top four, I think are, those are hard things. I've played majors. Well, you tell Those me, okay? Things. Let's just flip the question that we're on. I How mean, good do you think NTT is? I think they have a very good foundation to be good. Let's just say that. Do I think they will be better than Liquid, Secret, Nigma Galaxy? I would say no. But, like, what the hell? I'm not sure. Like, they're top four major. Uh, so I'm, like, Liquid got, like, what, last? With the players they have? I'm not really sure. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like at this point, if Entity like wakes up on the right side of bed that day, they might just I like think that's the six zero the group. Like, that's it. That's it. That's for me the key. The yeah. key is I think Entity has the ability to wake up and say today I choose yeah. violence, and they are yeah. we get stunned by them sometimes, huh? Yeah. It that's why you is so scary. Let, let let's say Brain like wakes up on like the perfect side of bed. You know, they they were just 2-0 you that day. And the next day, they will get like <laughs> 15 it. minute 15 minutes stomped, you know? So. But I actually think that that's Liquid as well. I, that, that's it my problem liquid, with Liquid. Yes. Yeah, there is some is days liquid, that Liquid yeah. is untouchable. And we get dumpster yeah. by them. And there is other days and it's like, okay, I guess Teddy Bear Liquid showed up today, you know? Yeah. No, that's Liquid for sure. There's Because I remember last year when you guys yeah. were in the team, you guys won ESL, remember? The big tournament during COVID? Yeah. You guys won one of the yeah. big ones. And then there's the next one you wouldn't even make it out of groups. Yeah. It's I mean I don't know if I want to go like that much in depth about that, but um yeah, I think that's still an issue for liquid that I don't know if it's like motivation based, if people are you know happy with getting a result, and then you have to get like kind of last again or something, and then you try hard again. I'm not really sure. But yeah. It's still kind of an issue for Liquid, right? That they get like last and then they Correct. try hard and then they 
I'm it's one sure. of my favorite things about my new team that they're pretty consistent throughout the year. You know, they've been they top three, yeah. one, three, major, fourth, fourth. Like they okay, we have not been the best team. We have not beaten let's say this year Spirit, LGD, and all these teams. But I mm-hmm. would say that we feel very comfortable that we honestly are probably the top five team in in the world. We're there. Yeah. Would you rather have a team that wins a tournament, then gets last, and wins a tournament again, then gets last, or have a team that consistently finishes top four? For happiness or for sponsorship <laughs> or for what? Because I'd rather have I think... So in CSGO, I think it's better just to win and then suck the rest of the year in CSGO because there's so many tournaments that you can always spike with that. Okay. But in Dota, the mm-hmm. key here is nothing matters until you get to TI. That's it. So if you ask me, would you rather suck all year and finish top four TI or win ESL Manila and then feelings bad in TI? No. TI is the only thing that matters. But I can tell you that not making it to TI sucks. Wow. There is construction outside of my house. It's all good. So I'll, worst, I'll wrap it up. Yeah. Can you hear it? A little bit. It's not too bad, though. Okay. So it's literally outside of my house. So I would say that the key here for me is how good we do at TI. And making it to TI without choking on the last part of a year, it feels great, you know? It feels great that we knew yeah. two months ago that we were going to TI. I of would course. not change that feeling forever for anything because it's great. The sponsorship are all buying in. The players are already like the calendar. We don't have to rush to the qualifiers. It's more like, okay. It's really chill, yeah. I mean, yes. imagine you have to play qualifiers in like a week or two or three. Like... I did it last year. It was awful, 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 awful. Yeah. Remember, we had like the best the best of five against Tundra and we were down. And we were like, we could lose yeah. right now. Like this legacy could end right now in this fucking Tundra yeah. game when they're playing Winter Wyvern mid. What the fuck? It's really scary to take qualifiers. No matter who you play, actually. It's just fucking, it's just scary. It's Have you ever played qualifiers? Uh, yes, the year that OG won, I think. T8, I think we played qualifiers. Was with team, with Alliance? Uh, I think we were Alliance. Were we Alliance or Liquid, actually? I think it was still Alliance, actually. Yeah, it was Alliance. It was Alliance, yeah. That's when we misclicked Gyro. I think we played qualifiers that year. The misclick Gyro was when... It's, when... It's true. It's when the TI9 is when Johan won. Because I remember I saw yep. Johan. I was with you guys and I saw Johan on the on the lobby. And I'm like, hey, dude, what's up? And he's like, well, you know, here, trying to win it again. And I thought, <laughs> what a nerd. No fucking yep. chance, you know? You fluke once, you're not going to do it again. And he did <laughs> it again. I was once, like, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, good for him. Anyway, dude, yeah, Max, we... uh, now that... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was... No, I was gonna wrap it up because I literally have like construction from outside of yeah, my sure. house. Maybe it's not. It's been a good. It's been a blast. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much for coming here. Uh, you know, you're always invited. If you want to come to talk about some of the drama or some of the TPCs or anything, just ping me. <laughs> and sure. yeah, uh, thank you for being complimentary as well about the content that we're doing. It really means a lot because I know that no yes, we have OG fans, but we also do it for everybody. And mm-hmm. the idea of this podcast was because we saw that there was a void of this content in Dota and we're going to yeah. try our best, you know, to put it in. No, I like it. You guys are doing a good job. I, uh, 
I think it's like the it's pretty much the only podcast I really listen to in the Dota world, to be honest. So that's thank you for doing it, well, taking your time, you know. Thank you for your support, my friend. Continue doing the the greatest stream that you're doing, and dude, let's catch up in a in a few weeks. If you are obviously not going to TI as a player, yeah. maybe there is something that we can do fun uh, around the event with people that are not sure. going to be there now that you know if... tickets and all that are very hard to get. Oh yeah, if I if I go, I'll definitely hit you up. Okay, perfect. Definitely do it. Max, thank you so much for joining us. Have a thank great you, day, man. my friend. See ya. Peace. Bye bye. Peace. Mm-hmm.